I'm seeing things. I'm seeing murders. As they're happening. Hello? He says his name is Gabriel. I think he's someone from my past. Whatever happened to you before you joined our family hurt you in a way that I can't even imagine. Stop saying that. Maddie, who are you talking to? Gabriel. Is he your imaginary friend? Imaginary Imaginary He's the devil. everybody welcome to film code my name is phoenix cloudin and we are joined by two co-hosts brandon how are you sir and i am good phoenix it is good to be back it is man it's great to talk about this because man it is october mm-hmm. um the date of recording this is october 3rd so it is officially spooky month so the the, uh, the films we'll be reviewing the for basically the rest of the month are all horror so i'm super excited to talk about the movie that we're going to talk about uh phoenix how are you doing buddy super awesome and also joined today this week by nick spain nick how are you sir doing well phoenix uh, super happy to be here super excited for october um october is a big month for 2021 releases we got dune uh venom already came out but we got the french dispatch um we got Halloween so much kills. yeah that's fine uh we got so much going on so it's uh, we'll be at the theater a lot. I know on the 22nd when Dune and the French Dispatch come out, I had to pull a double and then get like a three and then a and then a six or something uh, <laughs> to make sure I see him in, in the same day. So we're, we're excited for October. It's going to be a busy, busy month at the theaters, bro. I, uh, I, 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 too, plan on on pulling a few doubles, actually, <laughs> mm-hmm. during the month of October. Um, but. This week, we are super excited because we are kicking off uh, our spooky season, I guess, uh, with a review of the new James Wan horror film that uh, debuted in theaters and on HBO Max uh, called Malignant. Uh, (laughs) This is a movie that uh, when, after I saw it, I uh, truly believe that everyone on this on this show is going to agree on this film no matter what i i fully yeah. believe without a doubt 100 percent, everyone on here is going to have the, the 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 maybe not the same opinion but we're all gonna have pretty much you know we're all gonna be in agreement on, on what how we feel about this film <laughs> that's high expectations beings yeah it's okay i, I i'm Putting my feet down, that's a guarantee. <laughs> All right. So that being said, uh, Nick, uh, Nick, kick us off. What yeah. uh, were your 
first impress uh your non-spoiler thoughts on malignant well it's crazy that james wan has such a weird filmography i mean he directed aquaman he directed fast and furious he directed the conjuring um i think insidious one of them too which is crazy that's such a a weird filmographies like dipped in horror and superhero movies um i think whether you're a fan of like suspenseful horror slasher horror or just horror in general you're gonna get whatever you want in this movie there's plenty of slasher vibes there's plenty of suspense vibes there's plenty of um you know just real horror vibes um so i I think you'll get whatever you want to get in this movie um the plot twist at the end i know we'll we'll talk about it but i think my jaw hit the ground of how crazy it was Mm -hmm. um and and definitely something super unique that i don't think i've ever seen in a movie before um so props Props to the writing team on that one. Great, uh, great title for the film too. I love that little play in. So, um, yeah. All right, Brandon. What about you? Honestly, I was I, I went into this film not expecting much. I just I've heard like a lot of my friends hyping it up. Like shout out to Cinema Chat, uh, Tyler, Donovan. They were talking to us about like just <clears throat> they were just like really hyping it up. They're like, dude, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. I'm like, all right, sweet. We're reviewing the podcast now. I have an excuse to watch it. So I watched it about 1 a.m. last night, and I was actually fully awake for it, too. I yeah, was, no, actually came I, out of, like, two weeks ago. I know. Wait till 1 a.m. the day before. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great – it's the best, man. <laughs> no time. Um, honestly, like, I was thoroughly impressed with it. I A lot of moments surprised me. There were a few moments I'm like, ah, I think I can predict this. And then my, and then my expectations get shot the other way because, like, I, I couldn't predict anything. Like, oh my gosh, I'm really excited to break the seal of spoilers with you guys. But wow, like I was very impressed with this movie. Already? Also confused. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> already I feel my prediction coming true. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I uh, I also watched this. Uh, I watched this in theaters uh, with very, very low expectations. Uh, again, I was just hearing. Like, oh, it's a, this is a pretty good movie. Actually, I was hearing, I was hearing both. I was hearing this is a pretty good movie and this is utter trash. And I can't believe that that James Wan has stooped this low. Like, like both about equal, like 50, 50, 50. Um, so I went and saw it. It's one of those movies you gotta see for yourself. Uh and <laughs> I had so much fun with this movie. I mean, it's a blast. I just uh like 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 Nick said, like there's something in there for for every type of horror fan. You got your slasher, you got your psychological thriller, you got you know some action. It's it's a, a mix of a lot of different genres and styles, and the 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 story is unique, and at the same time just questionable. <laughs> There are a lot of questions that need to be answered, uh, but overall, man, it's 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 a movie I had a lot of fun with, a lot a lot of fun with, and uh, would watch again and and would watch with people who haven't seen it because you got to see their their reaction to it. <laughs> I, I agree with you there, Phoenix. I feel like the only way I would rewatch this film, like even though I, I enjoyed it, this is one of those films I'm like I can't watch it again. But if I were to show someone it, I would watch. I would be fine with watching it again. 
Oh, absolutely. Just to see what they would think of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other thoughts before we well, let's do, let's do it. let's 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 rip the bandaid off. I feel like this mm-hmm. movie is like a very uh, you have to talk spoilers about it to, <laughs> to get it to 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 really break it down. Yes. Yeah. So uh, all right, we're breaking the seal here, guys. We're gonna talk some spoilers from *Malignant*. If you have not seen it. Please check it out. Uh, believe it is still available on HBO Max uh, right I now. So. And um, come back and, 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 and hear our thoughts. So, <laughs> breaking the seal here. Brandon, uh, when you finished watching this, you, you posted in the cinema chat that you had a lot of questions. What, uh, <laughs> what are those questions? Mainly towards the end, honestly, because like it, <clears throat> they make it seem like she kind of gets off scot-free. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, even though something inside her just murdered like hundreds of people, maybe not hundreds, but like at least dozens, right? Like, that's got to like you. You got you. I, I feel like they set up a kind of like a sequel potential, right? Because like one, even though you got rid of that thing in your head and bur- buried it away again, you just murdered so many people. They're not going to be like. <laughs> Oh, okay. You, you subdued it. Okay, bye. No. Yeah. No, they're gonna like send you to jail, death sentence. <laughs> like, how are you gonna explain to the families what happened? Nobody will be. Nobody's gonna believe that crap. But like, oh, like, I think that's the main question that I had. Is like, when that one right when the third act hits, I feel like the third act hits right when they reveal that. Um, Gabriel was attached to her head. Mm-hmm. That's when the third right, act started. Crazy. That was that was so like crazy. they they have the camera, and then they're like talking to her, and it's all like cheery dandy, like it's all good. And then they like pan around, yeah. and you're like, oh man, <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh my god, that was that, that's literally the moment that I, I I would love to watch with friends when everybody's just you know eating their popcorn and drinking, you know what I'm saying? Not thinking anything of it, and then just like alien parasitic twin like attached to the back of your head, like holy shit, like, like that's just gotta yeah, like, be unsettling. Like, I, have a, I have like, I have a I have a group, like a side group chat with Donovan and Tyler. <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys see it. Oh, um, If it wants to render on the camera, Jesus. It, I was like, what the hell? They put Gabriel on her? It was like <laughs> And Taylor was like, "I told you it's nuts. Like you were, you weren't kidding. Yeah, that movie's intense. It was that that third act reveal. <laughs> I think it's paced incredibly well too. Like mm-hmm. because I mean, at some point I was like, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's attached to her, but I I wasn't expecting a visual. And then even even then, they still up the ante because you you realize like. He's not uh he's not sending her visions. He's controlling her body, and so she's right. actually the one doing it. So I was like, oh okay. And then you know what I'm saying you, they keep going, and like Gabriel is a motherfucking beast. Like you know, <laughs> like he's he's yeah. a killer, like a real life killer. So like it was just it was a lot, and uh, I just like that third act is in, is insane. It's truly like the holding cell scene where they just go mm-hmm. ham on like twenty people. Well, no like, the 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 great thing about 
the story too, right? <clears throat> is that first it starts out as like, okay, what, what is going on? Like you got this, you know, kind of like ins- insidious um, conjuring type of stuff going on, like creepy crawly in the dark, like turning stuff on, you know, walking behind you when the camera's in front of you, like that kind of thing. And then, then we get to the part where she starts having these visions, which is super cool because you, she just like starts seeing it and the visual effects where like the whole room like transfers into where the person is, especially like the one in the bathroom where she's like there and she sees the cop there too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And she like is there, but she's not, right. you know, like it's just wild. Like she just gets like paralyzed in, in this. And then she just wakes up in the morning. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> so just like the, the transformation of like how it starts until how it finishes is, is a one good, good writing right there. Man, Nick, uh, speaking of going ham in the prison cell, how, how badly did the, the disco lady and the biker lady deserve their deaths? <laughs> like <laughs> that was one of those things where I was like, I was like, I was actually mad at the biker chick because she like pushed another chick in front of me. I was been like, but like, uh, uh-uh, like y'all started mm-hmm. this, like how did right. you know, throat boy, ripped so out? <laughs> I mean, she wasn't getting out of there, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess the longer that you can just offend for yourself, I mean, hey, I would have done the same thing. It's all good. <laughs> But I do want to talk about the beginning of this movie because, all right, <laughs> here's why Here's why I feel like we would agree on this movie no matter what, right? Because in the first, what was it, 10, 15? I'm, I'm not even sure. Like literally the first half of the movie. Uh, we see, you know, the, the relationship with her and her husband and he's abusive and then, you know, he gets murked, right? Beautiful, not a problem with it. And that scene is, is really well directed. I think it's really well shot and how, you know, saying she tries to escape and then runs up the stairs and the way the camera follows her and all of that. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. And even the next scene when she wakes up in the hospital and realizes that she doesn't have her child anymore, like, oh, all, all of this is really great emotional stuff, really well shot. I'm loving it, right? And then... <laughs> This is the part of the movie where I was like, oh, that's how it got all of those half star ratings. <laughs> because she just saw her husband murdered. She was viciously attacked. She lost her child. And then she goes back to that house. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, it was so like visual. It was like, I was like, there's no. Like, like, there's no good explanation for that, like, whatsoever. And so, like, I was like, you're going to go to the house that you were just attacked in, that your husband was murdered in, that you lost your kid in, and and, and stay there alone at night. Like, like this is never going to happen again. Like, it was just, it was mind-boggling. And then I mean, happened. what other choice do you have, Phoenix? You're going you're gonna to post your house on Zillow when you're in the hospital and... I mean, move you all your stuff out. Like, hell, you you don't go back there. That's ridiculous. What kind of sister? What was her name? Sydney, right? Yeah, I'm like, or what kind of sister was she? She didn't. Right. She wasn't like, come stay with me, or or I'll stay with you. Nothing like. She she left her lunch break once. 
to the go to the hospital. That's well, the, the crazy extent th- of the sacrifice. Right. The crazy thing was when she was at home by herself and she was like upstairs and she like looked out and the street light was like flickering. Oh. See, like that, that's the great, like, and you know, a lot of like average horror movies, they'll start out like, <clears throat> like really like suspenseful, really like as soon as you know what's going on, it's like, okay, now it's just like, a free-for-all mayhem, like, crazy stuff going down just for entertainment value rather than, like, story value. But this was not not the case. Like, as soon as you figured out what was going on, I love movies that, like, you get an answer and then you, like, peel back another layer and then you have, mm-hmm. like, two more questions. And that's exactly what this movie was, is, like, okay, you figured out why she was having the visions, but, okay, what's with the girl in the attic? You know, right. what's... Right. what's who's gabriel you know like who how did this happen and it's just like the progression of like question to answer propelling the story forward and we haven't even talked about her birth mom being in the attic and falling through when the cops are <laughs> oh there my god that was that was another brilliant. wild moment <laughs> that was, where I was like oh because uh, you know I was, like i was sitting up there and i was like because you're you're right like they were the, they set it up and you're like, okay, what is what does that have to do with anything? And and we go this pretty much the entire movie, just you know, with her visions and all the crazy stuff happening around her. And then when we come back to this chick, you know, she's she's escaped, and like you're thinking she's gotta be someplace else, or you know, right. in the way or locked away, and she's in the attic. Like, like mm-hmm. what? That was awesome. <laughs> like right and see like, like you don't know if like gabriel's like this in the beginning you don't know if it's like you know uh uh because right in the beginning we get the the scene from the like a mental hospital or wherever you want to call it and like getting power and you know controlling the radio and everything like some 11 uh you know stranger things stuff mm-hmm. and then you know we you don't know if it's like a person or like a being so you think like okay this and you don't know if it they're gabriel's like dressing up but just a regular ass person just dressing mm-hmm. up like you don't know until you know later on so and i think with the whole headbang they they at least gave a reason you know it the, wasn't the like, reason for not being there for all those years yeah. right the the thing that uh <laughs> like the, the thing that I just couldn't get over like in that first scene uh at the mental asylum or whatever was just and they do this constantly throughout the movie it's just really like awkward 80s kind of like schlock dialogue <laughs> it's like oh, I... yeah it's like well like even when she says the line like it's time to cut out the cancer she says it like in such a like like tv show kind of way like it's not like yeah it's just so over exaggerated it's like it's not like it's it's time to cut out the cancer it's like it's time to cut (laughs) out the cancer you're like what Mm -hmm. the like (laughs) like, it's just the most egregious way of saying that line and i'm like again it's one of those things where i'm like i see why people hate this movie (laughs) i'm like like it's just sloppy and 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 outdated but then you get right. some, like ridiculous story around it that is like really original. At the same time, it's like like 
trashy as all hell. (laughs) Right. And I I think it stays away from like the, some of the other like horror movie, like, I mean, obviously it's, it's tropey at times, but it stays enough away from it. It kind of reinvents the wheel, but also leans on, you know, the, the past of kind of like the ABCDE kind of like storyline. And like you said, Phoenix, there, there's sometimes where it's over the top and, you know, not obviously, you know, you're not going to give a horror movie five stars, but (laughs) you know, it's, it did what it needed to do with what it had in an essence. I mean, I will say like, it does some original stuff. Like Mm. it, it does have some, yeah, some trophy stuff, obviously. But it does some very original stuff just in terms right. of, its, of its story, but also in its execution. Like is is really like James Wan is like, okay, I see you, I see you, I see you coming for Wes Craven's title. I see it. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You try to be the master of horror. I got you. Right. And who wrote this? Oh, James Wan did. James Wan yeah. and uh, two other writers, Ingrid something and. Akila Cooper. I remember Akila Cooper's name because she actually yeah. had a yeah. A actual oh, she's role. writing the nun too. Oh no! Oh god, that movie was horrible. But uh, yeah, it was Ingrid bad. Sue and Akila Akila Cooper uh, were uh, all yeah. writers on this one. All right, so I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Something I kind of had an issue with. Gabriel was able to call the detectives while she was right there with them in the holding cell. Does Gabriel have a cell phone inside her head or something? No, Gabriel can control electronics. So like right. Yeah. I mean yeah. so I mean but like I thought he would at least have to have been calling from a cell phone. I mean also he had possession of her body so maybe she dialed it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I was gonna yeah. say uh, unsure on on that right there. There's definitely some uh, questionable aspects sometimes where you're like, mm, that, "How does that make sense?" And, and but it, I mean, like, it is what it is, right? You know, it's, I'm like, that's that's the thing about it too. Is I'm like, well, yeah, like as the, the more you think about it, you go, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, there's at no. least like three or four moments where you're like how does wait how does that work like like that doesn't make any sense but at the same time it's like who cares because it was so amazing like the the execution was amazing the camera work was was ridiculous it's like and it's just it's basically like and this is a movie truthfully that lost me in the beginning won me back won me back towards the towards the middle lost me again (laughs) in the middle and then won me back again like this is a movie that literally went like this for me the entire time. I was just like, well, also too is like going off that. It's like in the beginning, it's fresh. It's like okay, you're trying to figure out what's going on. She's getting paralyzed and changed around, and then there's kind of this like dull period where they're like talking to the cops, and you know she has these like visions and and everything like that, and then you know it starts to pick back up when. They go to the, you know, find the files and, you know, you start to see a little bit more of Gabriel. And then the ending, obviously, is just full on slasher vibes. (laughs) And, you know, 
it's just wild. Like, but you're right. Like it definitely goes in waves and for sure, like in the middle, it was like, okay, this is definitely just holding it over until we can get to the conclusion. <laughs> the thing mm-hmm. that was killing me was I swear to God. So like I pointed out that, that, uh, that schlocky way that she said that line, but what was killing me was like, like you would have a character who wouldn't do that the entire, the entire time. And then just randomly do it. <laughs> like right. time. like the, the black female cop, like, you know, talking even all cool throughout the entire movie. And then there's like one scene where she's like, what do I tell you? Motive. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's like, it's, it's like, you- it's like in the, the writing room, they were like, okay, everybody <laughs> gets one line where they can go so over the top and extra. <laughs> so the fact of like, it's questionable, right. but everybody gets one. Everybody, everybody gets, gets one. Yeah, and for the doctor, it was the, the cancer line. Right. For, for the, the cop, it was the, you know, <laughs> this motive. Like, uh, I'm sure everybody has one. Everybody I'm sure of it. It's, it's, so, it's so funny. And that's what kept losing me. I was like, why? Why do you keep doing this? And then I realized at the end, it was just James Wan saying, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, have a go at it. You do you. Like, <laughs> it was just like, we're going to have all of this in one movie. We're going to have schlocky 80s comedy. We're going to have like horror movie tropes galore. And we're going to have just a crazy, crazy third act finish. And yeah. <laughs> the last movie that I saw that reminded me of, of this one, and it doesn't pull it off as well, is the movie The Rental. Mm. Um, I don't if it came out last year. I know Allison Bree was in it. Let me pull it up. I remember it. I remember hearing it. I think it was on Hulu or something. Yeah, Allison Bree, Dan Stevens, um, <laughs> the Jeremy Allen White, the guy from uh Shameless. And it's directed by Dave Franco. And that's like the same thing. Like, um, it's kind of like mysterious psychological thriller sort of vibe. And then at the end, it just is like balls to the wall slasher, like crazy. So that, that kind of reminded me of that. Obviously it's not as, as good as this one, but right. same kind of like, just go, just go ham. And I don't know if that's like the writing team, being like all right we just need to to close this one down in a bang <laughs> or if they're actually like okay we want this to be a slasher but you'll never know i mean it could be I, either i also think like you know it was it was brilliantly paced because i'm like right you see like it's it's like one murder every few minutes mm-hmm. kind of thing and then that third act you get just if 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 all you're looking for out of a slasher horror movie is the slashing you get it in spades. You, yeah, you get it in like the third act. It's yeah. right. And, and, and also the thing too is another like, all right, question, but then, you know, answer. Then another question is like, okay, they, they kill a doctor and then they kill this guy. And you're like, okay, what's up with this? And then it makes sense at the end. How about Gabriel using the freaking statue as the, the stab oh, yeah. knife yeah. thing? As his that was funny. Great little uh, slasher thing right there. I also wanted to talk about, like, so um, the character, I forget her name. I'm going to have to look that up. Um, I got you. I got the cast list pulled up right here. 
Annabelle Wallace. So uh, Madison, who is yeah. Uh, so we find out early in the movie that she's adopted. Cool. Right. Right. And I think probably my favorite um, moment in this movie is when we flash back to her childhood and we see how how Gabriel was affecting her her youth and everything like right and where he's telling her to cut the cake and all of that stuff I'm like I'm like it was it, I think it was just brilliantly done and just put in there at the right point in time like this I don't know how long this movie is I think it's around like a hundred hour and fifty one so. yeah a hundred eleven minutes and it's just it, I mean it is packed in tight where you're like the things that are happening just keep unraveling different uh, aspects of the character, different aspects of the story I, at such a, at such a strong pace. And then, um, but those scenes where, where she's, you know, dealing with Gabriel at a young age and all of that. And you, you see that on the, the tapes that, uh, that they watch it's just building and building until we get to that reveal, which I think is just, again it's just really well handled like <laughs> really well handled and just one of the stronger aspects of the film is uh learning exactly why what gabriel's motivations were and why he was doing what he was doing right and i think the the fun too was figuring out like who it was because yeah. i mean like once the like transformation is revealed and everything like in the prison cell like it makes so much more sense because you're like oh yeah his legs and his arms were moving backwards mm-hmm. you know like those sort of things that you you aren't like why is that going on it's it's madison because they're walking backwards it's in the back of the head like mm. because it got smashed in the wall like no like <laughs> nobody's thinking that you're like okay this guy's just diving around like jumping around and he moves a little weird but i mean he's a whatever he is yeah interestingly enough i didn't even think about that while i was watching it i was right because as soon as they like showed that it was in the back of the head i was like oh yeah his legs were like weird yeah and his arms were weird you know but i wasn't it wasn't like one of those things to where like i noticed it right away when it was going on Uh it was funny to me it was funny to me because uh uh, one of I think we mentioned earlier one of the writers is working on the nun too and that's what it made me think of was the nun was like it's like okay it's like a I thought it was like a apparition or some sort of supernatural right. uh being but you could affect it you know what I'm saying like you could shoot it you could stab it you know what I'm saying right even though it was like you know sort of like a, a supernatural being so that's what I was that's what I was expecting mm-hmm. uh so like you know him him moving funny and all of that walking backwards and all of that i never suspected like what it would be but uh yeah it was just like oh okay so that that's what i was thinking more like the nun is right like, you know a being that you can't affect right and i think that's that's what i had it too is like but then here's one of those things that you're like oh i think about it too much if if gabriel is part of madison <laughs> how is he such a good like fighter like yeah exactly like how please someone explain that to me like is it just because you're like some some demon in the back of my head you're just like this like black belt fighter with a knife like what is going on yeah Yeah, that's that's what sorry that's what i found like really like crazy is like they even talk they even mention that at the end of the film towards the end of the film where like Madison's trying to get the the hospital bed off her sister. She's like, 
oh, if Gabriel's this strong, I'm this strong. I'm like, uh, are you going to explain how you got strong, though? <laughs> I mean, like, what, what was Gabriel just, like, taking over Gabriel's body, in the like, gym. At, yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, at the gym, just bench pressing. Yeah, that is that is that's probably the one thing that I think was the was the deal maker for a lot of people is like he's like it's like he's he's a part of her head and yeah he got like you know little tiny baby arms but like like it's like, where, like uh, yeah I'm gonna kill like, you guys as soon as I'm getting done getting strong right it's like when did he become this like you know what I'm saying serial martial artist or something like <laughs> I, I, I don't know but uh, I have no answer for that and I and, and true right even in the beginning like. They were dispatching people like left and right. Right. And uh-huh. he was whooping their ass. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I guess Gabriel was like, was always going to be that strong. Uh, but I, I don't know. I have no, I have no clue. It's, it's one of those. It is those what it is. Things where I think, I think even the writer's room was like, it's like, wait, wait, how's he this strong? And it was like, who cares? I don't know. <laughs> like, right. Is it cool? Is it cool? Then all right, cool. <laughs> I think I'd agree with you there. Is it cool? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> right. And in this genre, you just can't think too too deep into it. You just yeah, gotta exactly. like take everything at face value. <laughs> Gabriel is what it is. Like that that is what it is. Right. Very, very ground level sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I completely agree there. Um, something I do want to mention is like completely off topic for what we're talking about now. The score felt mm. so very Friday the 13th. Mm. You're 100. Would you guys right. agree? You're 100 percent right with that. Like you could hear like the uh, the like the haunting like. Ho, 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 ho. like yeah, like, it's like it's like the yeah. high pitched violin. Phoenix on the soundtrack over here. Yeah, exactly. Like it was it was a lot of that, and I, I think that's where like a lot of the 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 tropiness comes from. Is like it's like a lot of borrowing from other horror movies, but at the right. same time, it's just like we don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. We don't care. We're gonna do that. We're also gonna create like a a super strong uh, alien symbiote parasitic gabriel twin. just in in the bench right in the in the gym dresses and in, in everything it's it's to me this is such a movie of giving the middle finger <laughs> to anyone who's like who's like oh horror movies are dumb okay cool we're about to make a dumb horror movie but it's gonna be sweet like because just right. every everything about the story is original and then we're right. just gonna throw every single horror movie trope on top of it just to piss you off. <laughs> like I feel like this movie is literally made to make you go, "This is dumb," and they're like, "We know," <laughs> mm-hmm. but also like, "I'm okay with it because right. yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah." This is this is the genre that they told us they were they were going in the first minute of the film. Yeah, right. <laughs> so something something that I thought was really fu- like something I just wanted to ask you guys, just as a joking purposes. What kind of music do you think Gabriel listens to while bench pressing? <laughs> the the Phoenix going <laughs> that like yeah, oh yeah, man like, Gabriel's listening to some hardcore like Mexican gangster rap like 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 he's he's on it he's, like, he's thinking about his enemies as he's bench pressing you know what I'm saying like oh that talker I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> like, kill him I'm gonna kill him I'm gonna kill him I'm gonna kill my mama I'm gonna kill everybody look. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ghost hand. <laughs> so, like I said, I, I, I'm now I'm proving my theory correct. 
what is your final rating on Malignant, Brandon? Uh, this is a tough one for me. I'm, I'm, I'm in the toss up between three and a half and four. I might have to, I might have to go benefit the doubt for myself and go just give it a four. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I, I was overall impressed with this film because like a lot of moments surprised me and horror nowadays doesn't do that. Right. Cause like horror films, like it's basically the same setup, move into a new house, get haunted. And then the issue is resolved at the end. This one, this one did something different and it really surprised me. So yeah, definitely a four. Sweet. Nick, what about you? Yeah, for me, it's a three and a half. Um, just a fun movie um, where I think they did a lot of good things with as far as the story and, and keeping it original. Um, I mean, I'm never one to, you know, be like, oh, it's too cliche or it's not. We've seen this before. Like, you know, it is 2021. It is very hard to come up with an original idea since we've been making movies for almost 100 years now. Um, so I'm never one to be like, oh, well, these tropes ruin it because it's not original. Like, no, it, I mean, it's a fun movie. Um, it, it does, you know, do some cool things, reinvent the wheel, so to speak. But um, I think I think just like your stereotypical, like good, fun, classic, not classic, but just genre-esque horror movie. So mm-hmm. three and a half for me. See, That's pretty solid. I- I too was toiling between a three and a half and a four because uh, while on one hand, I'm like totally surprised and totally like on board with it. There are like massive plot holes that like for any other movie, we probably would have ripped apart for, for, for for the plot holes, but it's just so original. And to me, I feel like, I feel like what you, what you just said, Nick, like in, in terms of reinventing the wheel, I think it's one of those movies that's going to become sort of like a a, a standard for a lot of people moving forward. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people will probably take from this movie uh, when it comes to making their horror film. So yeah, I think for that, I, I would I would go with the four just because of 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 where I think this movie could take the genre. So, like I said pretty much in agreement and i feel like if nathan was here he'd give it like two stars and i would agree with that too because i'm like <laughs> like if you hated this movie i totally see why like, has nathan why? even seen this movie though yeah i was about to ask has nathan no. seen it yeah he, he hasn't logged it on letterboxd <laughs> avoided he malignant like the plague for whatever reason i don't know well he he did give venom two and a half stars can <laughs> confirm all right sweet i'm not surprised there <laughs> all right well so that's a four star, a four star, and a three and a half star, and a potential confirmed two star from Nathan. <laughs> we'll yeah. check back with him and, and find out where he was on that. All right. What's good, Brandon? What has been good for you this week? All right, show wise, I have been watching The Sopranos. Uh, nice. Fantastic show, man. Um, I, I I I did un, I did end up just splurging and just watching the uh, uh, Many Saints in Newark because like it it reveals nothing for the future of the show. It's a setup of like 
Tony Soprano of who he is. No and spoilers. Like, it's not spoilers. Um, because it's like the main just plot throwing it out there. Yeah, I know. So it's the setup of like Tony Soprano and like his side of the family and stuff of like how he like eventually starts moving into like the mafia business. So really, really good movie. Um, I think I gave it what did I give it? I gave it a three and a half because uh, there were a few scenes that dragged, but honestly, overall, it was good. Some A lot of stuff surprised me. Um, and then, oh, uh, and then movie-wise, uh, I watched Casino Royale for the first time. I'm finally getting to the Bond films for No Time to Die this weekend, so I'm excited for that. Oh, man, I didn't even mention that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Casino, Casino Royale was great, man. It it. I, I had a friend come over and watch it. We uh, we rented it and watched it in my theater room. He, he brought over popcorn. It was great. Sweet. So yeah, Nick, what you got? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. I mean, everybody's seen this movie, but uh, the Shawshank Redemption is officially my number one on Letterbox. Wow. Um, so clap it up for me for that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I don't think anything like too specifically that I've seen recently um, is like under the radar. Um, trying to trying to rewatch all of the Pixar movies. Um, I am up to Wally, I think. Um, it's just another excuse for me to rewatch Luca and Soul at this point. <laughs> um, so just kind of working my way through that. Um, but that's about it. I mean, uh, super busy with work now that the season started. So don't really have a lot of time for for movies, unfortunately. But hopefully I'll get get some time for the big releases this this October. Mm. All right. Uh, just yesterday, I watched Coda on uh, Apple TV Plus. Uh, Coda, Sundance's favorite. Uh, what's up? It's, potentially an awards contender i don't think it'll really you won't a, see make, it anywhere make, near make the oscars splash. <laughs> like, you won't see it anywhere near the oscars you, you Get probably out of won't see it. like if it if it pops up anywhere it'll be like one actor for anything like if, no. if that's the case but uh i thought it was a great film it was really really fun really enjoyable had a great story original story uh it was nice to see some uh asl representation uh, deaf representation uh, in the movie. So it was really, I, I enjoyed it. It's a lighthearted kind of film. Yeah, I don't know where the uh, awards buzz came from. It, it, it likely won't see that that at all, but uh, still an enjoyable, entertaining movie. So <laughs> Code word time. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what's good from all of us at Film Code? And it is time to move on to Film Code itself. You are now Film Code. Start program. All right, Nick, it was your code word this week. Please remind everyone what your code word was and all of your clues, please. Yes, of course. Well, it was uh, spooky was the, the code word, of course, as we start off October. Um, we have um, 2010 to 2018 um, features a lead from a popular Netflix show. And then we also have 
um, a famous writer involved. So I'll start with Brandon since he thinks he got it, which I wouldn't put it past anybody. All right. So the clues were related. Other than Phoenix. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Phoenix has it. Uh, I feel like Phoenix is going to change his answer once I talk about mine. <laughs> um, I went with it 2017 because it, it holds Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things and Stranger Things is a big Netflix series. And also the famous writer is Stephen King. So I'm going to go with it 2017. Phoenix. <laughs> I kind of do want to change my answer now, but uh, too late. All right. So um, I don't even know what uh, what show I went with. I think I went with the uh, show. You went with the show? No, no. Like oh, okay, okay. Show. Uh, I went with uh, I think it was Sex Education. I think that's the one I went with. And uh, <laughs> stars Agent Butterfield, and uh, he was also in a 2016 movie. Directed by Tim Burton, called Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. I haven't seen it. It looks like a spooky movie, like not like super scary, but like, you know, kind of creepy. And uh, Tim Burton, I think it's based off a book. So that's why I was like, okay, maybe that's the famous writer. I'm not sure who that writer is. But uh, yeah, that's my pick. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Go Phoenix. He got it right. What? No, I'm just kidding. It was it. Yeah, I watched it last night. I was like, well, you know, I'm about to watch this movie. Just create some code word for it. Not not super challenging. So that, that, that one. That was was, that was yeah, low hanging fruit. It was it? I, it really was it? It was it, it yes. Oh yes. wow. <laughs> I, I, I think this is point number four for me. Uh I'll double check, but yeah. Yeah, congratulations, Brandon. You're you're got one off all on your own, too. That's that's awesome. I, I know, right? He didn't have to steal it from anybody. Right. I didn't. I didn't. I feel so accomplished, man. <laughs> Brandon admits to cheating. He will go I'm first kidding. every single time. I'm kidding. I do my research. Oh, man. That was a good one. That was a good one. I can't believe it. I, I, I messed that up. It was right that there, was, Phoenix. That was it was like one. when Brandon did Ratatouille or something. You know, yeah, it, was like it was like French or whatever. <laughs> hair. That's what it was, hair. Yeah, hair. When we all get, what do we guess? Like, I don't, I don't even know. remember. I don't even remember. Like, Go listen to it. Somebody tell us. <laughs> but okay. So that has been our show today, guys. We will see you guys next week. Brandon, let everybody know where they can find you. You guys can find me at F A N T A S M I C Ears on Twitter. That's Fantasm Ears. Also on Letterboxd. Check me out over there. And yeah, thank you guys again for listening. And Nick, what about you? Where can people find you, sir? Yes, you can find me on the letterbox and Nick Spain. Um, casual things going on over there. Pixar, maybe every once in a while. Now that it's uh, you know spooky season, we'll, we'll try and throw some Halloween movies in there. So never know what you'll you'll see. Sweet. And since Nathan's not here. Is that? Got to I said and since Nathan's not here, somebody's got to do this job at at saying follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, what else? Podcast, give us five star ratings. <laughs> yeah, we do cool stuff, blah 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 as as Nathan would say. Absolutely. And guys, my name is Phoenix Slab and you can find me on Twitter at IMHO Reviews 1, that's the number 1, and on Letterboxd under PA Cloud and I am finishing 
my Harry Potter first watch. Yeah, you're uh, a loser this for not liking this. <laughs> Hopefully today you guys can find my reviews and try to argue with me, but I know I'm right. So yeah. <laughs> See you, the the perfect time you can't you can't tell me I'm wrong. The perfect time to watch Harry Potter is during the Christmas season because there's so much snow involved in those movies. They feel I like can't. winter movies. You gotta watch them when there's snow on the ground and you don't wanna go outside. You watch them too early. Phoenix, and it's I'm also so your first time. So I'm I'm so mad at you, Phoenix. It's my man. first time and it will probably be my last. No, I'm so not. mad at you, man. I'm so mad with you. <laughs> Phoenix continues to have the L of 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 uh the guys on opinions truth, over here. The guys are the truth. Hey, yeah. I hope you guys follow uh the show on uh Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, at Film Code Pod, and we will see you guys next week. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>